ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local win, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, February 23rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer, it's made pure. Coming up today on the program, we're going to hear from Ari Agnes, head coach of the Marshall women's volleyball team. Thundering Herd improving to 5-1 and one overall, 3-1 and one in conference play. They beat the Panthers and beat them two sweeps. So Thundering Herd off to a hot start. We're going to hear from Coach Agnes a little bit later on the program. I've got Jared West. We're going to hear from him. Had a chance to be a part of his Zoom call earlier this afternoon. So looking forward to that as Marshall takes on North Texas coming up this week, both on the men's and women's side. It's been a week since the men have played, so they haven't had any action. We're going to hopefully, by the time we get to North Texas, it's going to be with that weak gap in between games, we're going to hopefully see a rejuvenated Thundering Herd team. That's my hope anyway. And so we'll hear from Jared West on the program. And later on, we're going to talk a little bit about what the future holds for college football video games. Maybe your favorite team will be included. Maybe not. We'll talk about that and more. A couple of things that are going on today. Uh, Marshall men's soccer in action right now. And the Thundering Herd has gone up 2 nothing game is in the second half so when that is a final hopefully we can get more on that also a twitter report today this is something that's kind of been going around it's it's sort of been known but on twitter bruce feldman reporting that marshall is set to hire former eagles tight end coach mike bartram as a senior analyst special assistant to the head coach and doug chapman as a senior analyst director of player development of course You know them, both former Marshall players, both also had careers in the NFL. And so the Thundering Herd eventually going to make some announcements here about more hiring. You know how HR is. Uh, If you've heard a couple of the press conferences, you know that at Marshall, according Coach Huff, we do things right. you got to fill out all that HR paperwork. And so when everything's official, I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. But that's always good news to see former Thundering Herd players uh, who have done well come back And you've got that NFL connection as well. Honestly, if you bring somebody back who's been in the NFL, I think players are going to listen a little bit more. Where do these kids want to go? A lot of them come to Marshall because they, of course, want to get the education and they want to do something outside of football when football's over. For some of these kids, they want to do that. And they also want to make really a run at the NFL. So... That's good news there. So I I like it when you always have players who are coming back and can bring something to the team. I like what Coach Huff has been doing so far. He's embraced Huntington. He's embraced what Marshall's about. He's trying to bring some players back. He's trying to build a culture. He's trying to put his stamp on whatever we see here in the next few months. So I'm excited about that. But really, we're just finally getting back to some – Getting back to normal, whatever our new normal is, uh, the weather here in the Huntington Tri-State area is finally getting to a point where it's better. We actually can have things happen again. There's no delays. There's no postponements. I know electricity is still an issue for so many, and I hate that, that we're, what, about a week into this, and 
still there are a lot of people without power. I know people personally who are still dealing with that issue. So if you're listening to us and you're one of those people right now, uh, I'm sorry. I hope that improves for you. And it sounds like things are getting a lot better for the most part. I know there's some parts of Wayne County that have definitely been hit hard. And uh, we appreciate the folks who are tuned in today uh, going through all this. And, of course, we appreciate you tuning in today. We do it every day, 5 to 6 weekdays right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we've got Marshall Soccer. Hopefully that'll be a final soon. And we've got Ari Agnes coming up, the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. And later on, we'll hear from Jared West. So we'll take our first break now. When we continue, we're going to hear from Coach Agnes Thundering Herd 5-1 and one now, 3-1 and one in Conference USA. We'll get her thoughts on the quick start here and why she thinks her team's been successful so far. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer, is made pure. And joining us now on those White Claw phone lines, so we've got the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team and overall uh, the pick-me-up that everyone needs. Uh, Ari Agnes is with us now. Um, you're like that energy drink that we just have to have to get us through the day. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, trust me. I mean, you get everything you need. You know, you get caffeine. You get the, some other different vitamins and, and energy. You get what you need to get through the day, and it's sugar free too. So, it's good See, for there you. There we go. Yeah, as I, long uh, as it's a bit healthy, it's a bit healthy dose of, of caffeine. Then I'm then I'm good to be that. Yeah, I um I had this argument with a friend. Um, she uh, is a nurse, and she's like, "Wait a minute." I'm like, "No, it's sugar free. Come on, it's it's kind of healthy. It's kind of <laughs> healthy." It's semi-healthy. So, I mean, sometimes that's the best we can do. Um, so, so far the best you can do right now is 5-1. and one. That's pretty good uh, in the uh, early season. It is very good. It's, you know, the loss that we've got um, to Charlotte is, is something that I think we all kind of take with pride, and, and we are able to kind of look back at that match and know that um, physically I think we showed up and, and we played okay, but there was just something different about us and kind of our – our approach to the game. And it's the first time, you know, we've done the back to back, which no excuse for anything, you know, we've got to figure it out and we've got to be able to make it work. But I do think that we were able to work out some kinks internally um, and switch some things around that we, that we hadn't been able to. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really happy. It's not been an easy road. It's no matter being five or one or not, it's, we've had a tough schedule so far and we're only six games in. So it's going to continue to build here, which, is exciting. It's why it's why we love Conference USA and and why we love all of the great local competition. But I'm I'm happy. I'm proud of the girls. I think they deserve stuff like this to be able to um, kind of come off of a, a pandemic and come off of all of this time off and and be able to kind of take a breath and be like it's paying off. All of the hard work that we're doing means something because as competitors, they they want to win. So it's been good. It's been a lot of fun so far. Did they take Charlotte personally? It felt like. After that loss, you, know, you didn't make excuses. You didn't uh, put up any reason why you lost other than, uh, no, that's not going to happen here. That's not acceptable to us. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a difference in um, showing up mentally and physically and emotionally and not. And, and we showed up physically, and the other two we didn't show up as a unit, as from top to bottom for all of us. So it was something that 
they were able to self-reflect on. They were able to um, be able to be like, yeah, I probably was. And honestly, we were like individually, we were too focused on ourselves and, and kind of how we were doing or weren't doing. And it just completely took away from the game. Volleyball's a million percent um, a, a team sport and you can't do anything without somebody, somebody before you. So we, we rebounded from that. We regrouped and, and to see how we bounced back this weekend with FIU was great because, you know, we were able to go up there. That's obviously our goal is to go 2-0 every weekend and to do it with two sweeps takes a lot of mental stability and it takes a lot of showing up and they, they did it. So I think, you know, I think the proudest moment is the fact that we kind of had a relapse, whether we would have ended up losing to Charlotte or not, had we felt like we gave our best effort, we'll never know. We just know that we didn't give our best effort and, and we showed up physically and that was kind of it. So to be able to do that against FIU this weekend was, was a huge moment for us. We went back in the locker room. All we just talked about was like, yeah, the stats are great. and We can talk about those, but like, let's talk about the fact that we just grew as a unit and we just grew as a program and a culture to be able to, to show up two days in a row and, and handle a team, a good team twice in a row and sweep on the road. There's just nothing more you can say, but, but to give all of the credit to those kids and, and their focus that they came in with. Ari Agnes joins us and it's one thing you win to on the road. That's that happens all the time. You can win a couple on the road. You can win back to backs, but how difficult is it to win in that fashion to sweep a good team? And we're not talking about a horrible mismatch here. We're talking right. two competitive teams playing Division One volleyball. It's just hard to hear of a a sweep like that. I mean, you and yep. you pulled it off twice. Yeah, um, it's 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 wild. It's it's really wild that like even as we go through the film right now, you know, obviously us as a staff, we're picking apart everything that went wrong, even though we won, you know, we're never going to be satisfied and we have to get ready for this weekend. And, um, but I just, I think the girls were so locked in. They've been, so I've said it, you know, since we've been here, they've been so bought in that, that they understand we're transparent. It's their program. It's not us begging them to do anything that they don't want to do. Um, but they came in with a goal and a mission and we've got goals as a team that we know the only way to get there is to go to an O and, but uh, not only that to sleep, that's just, that's mental focus. That's physical determination to know that you're going to be super exhausted. There were rallies in there that were so long that they just looked so exhausted. And then you just see them all kind of take a deep breath and get back ready to go. You know, volleyball is a very much a high intensity, quick, quick impact sport, not, not super long marathon. Right. So to go those long sprints and jump and, and keep pushing, it's just, I, I can't, attest to our leadership any more than than I'm allowed to other than it's just so good they they don't they don't allow your your half best and they and I think everybody's just on that page and so it's just been it's been really cool it's been really really fun that it's only happened that we've kind of slipped up once and even when we played Xavier for the first time I think we were fully there mentally and physically it was just you know first time we played we had to had a couple of rough patches had to kind of feel some things out and but but they bounce back and and we don't hold on to stuff. We just move on, get on to the next thing. So it's it's hard and 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 Conference USA is so so tough all the way around, top to bottom. It's it's anybody's game at any time. So for us to go into FIU was was a big tell, and and now we've just got to continue to do that. Where were you most pleased as far as performance? You mentioned um, you have that one outing where okay maybe it was not a total team concept with the players. And ever since 
total team concept, you know, where are you most satisfied right now with your players? I think our our offense in the middle. Um, everybody put up really good numbers, which is great. And Sierra, we've always relied on. We're always going to rely on her, and she's kind of set herself apart in in the sense that she's got a different bar that she's got to reach at times. And um, but Macy McElhaney and Destiny Leone, like they they work so hard in transition that to be able to get Macy, you know, I don't have the stats in front of me, but there are matches we get her the ball almost as many times as Sierra, which means our ball control is really good. So it means Sarah Shanks doing her job in the back row, but she's working hard to get off the net really quick, get back on and just become an act, a huge threat. And when you have a threat from the middle and an outside as an opponent, you have to figure out which one you're going to lock in on to try to block, which then opens it up for the other one. So offensively was our huge focus this week. So I think that they took that and really ran um, coming into this week. We've got to really clean up our, our blocking and we've got to clean up um, some different shots that we're doing and some different defensive things. But I, I would think if I had to pick one thing, it would be the transition work from our middles for sure. Plus you got that senior leadership there. I mean, you, you have a good yeah. mix, but that senior leadership definitely comes in handy. It does. It does. Sydney, Destiny, Sierra, they, they've been through it. They know it. They know how I am. They know how we operate and they just, they run it, you know, and, and we have fun. Like they, Monday morning, I was talking to the staff and I was like, this is either going to go really well or <laughs> just so poorly because they were all just like making, jo- everything was light and fun. And that's how it should be. That's how I want it to be. You know, we, we talk about the circle of when you have fun, you win, when you win, you have fun and it just keeps going around. And, and they proved it to be true because they, they had the best warm up that we've ever had, not physically, but just internally, they were just, everybody was cheering for each other. Everybody was there for each other, which means that in a match, when something doesn't go your way right away, you're able to just shake it off and move on. And, and that's, that's so important in volleyball because it's so fast. You don't get time to dwell on something and fix it. It's like, okay, move on next play. And, and so I think that that was, that was something that was also really impressive is just the internal culture that's happening and, and to watch it happen is is really, really exciting. Ari Agnes joins me, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. So you've been through it now a couple of times. How do you feel about the format that's Conference USA scheduling? I don't hate it. Um, I think that it's kind of nice, you know, to be single-minded on one team. I think that it's I, I honestly, they could give us a different schedule. And I would say the same thing just because I think we're all so happy to be playing, but I think it makes travel easy. You go down there, you only have to focus on one team. I enjoy playing teams twice. Um, the back-to-back is nice. You know, I think that the one o'clock I enjoy as well. We, we were able to kind of have a morning, get stuff together, go play, have lunch, get, get out of there, let them recover, have dinner, watch film, go to bed. So it, it makes for, you know, I think an easier recover, recovery day as an athlete. Um, and, and you don't have that travel in the day in the middle. So I, I love it so far. Um, but again, it's our first travel weekend of it and it's our only our second weekend of conference play. So, um, but, but I think that, you know, everybody in this conference just understands that we, we are just so lucky to be playing and to be able to have the schedule that we have to then get four teams from each side, to go to the conference tournament. So, so I'm here for it. I, I think it's been fun so far. It's interesting how how different it is, and you don't think about it until you get in it. That I was like, oh, we don't have to go do something on this next day to then get somewhere else to go play. So I think it's a little bit more relaxing, and and there's not as much stress, which is nice. 
I don't think you can answer this right now, being you've only <laughs> been through it a couple of times, but as the season progresses, maybe I can get a better feel from you, but I'll ask it anyway now. Would you push or advocate with uh, your fellow coaches to maybe go to a more permanent format like this to try to uh, help you know, make the game better, make the conference schedule better, and uh, just basically you know, reap the benefits of this when we get into a post-COVID world, whatever that looks like? You know, yes and no. Um, the downfall from this is that we only see half of the team. And then you get to the conference tournament and you've not seen any of them. So I, I do appreciate playing everybody once. I would love to play everybody twice. Um, but I think I, I appreciate playing everybody once so that you get that kind of what feels like the right top eight in the top eight um, to be able to go to the conference tournament and to be able to represent us and, and push for that. Um, so I do think that there is something to be said that if we are a conference, we should be playing everybody. Now, I, I wish we could just play everybody twice, and then it would be perfect. <laughs> Ari Agnes joins me, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball Squad. A outstanding weekend, 5-1 and one now. And have you had much time to enjoy this, or are you just right back at it? I'm focusing for the next uh, one. Yeah, I mean, would you enjoy this for, what, 30 minutes maybe? <laughs> you know, we enjoyed it, I think. For a big, we, we got done early on Monday, and, and the girls, we, we go for ice cream every time that we went on the road. So we made sure we found them some ice cream to sit outside and to eat. Um, but I enjoyed them. So to be around them, to travel with them, to do those things, like it, I definitely enjoyed all of yesterday. Today, got right back in the office and, and watching us to see what we need to clean up for the next couple of days. The staff is hard at work on the scout on Western. So yeah, I think maybe like 12 to 13 hours, and that would probably be pushing it. <laughs> but I think that part of it for the players, too, is, you know, that we push with them is like a day off needs to be a day off, and you need to take a mental break. And when we win, like, feel it. Feel good and feel what that feels like and, and move on quickly because when we lose, I don't want you to feel that for five hours. You know, I want you to just be like, okay, that stung. I'm going to get better. Let's move on. Um, I don't think it's healthy either way to be too high or too low. Um, so we try not to do that as well. But I think that it's such a fun feeling after you win and go 2-0 on the road that then when you're traveling, it kind of makes the late night travel where you're like, yeah, it's, it's all right. It was worth it <laughs> because we we did what we were supposed to do. So I enjoy it, but mainly because they're just so enjoyable and they are such an outstanding group of young women to be around. And there's no drama. There's no, um, you know, typical kind of team stuff. It's just, they, they all get along, they all love each other, and they all have a lot of fun. So it's, it's nice. I don't want to pit you against Coach Kemper. I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But I'm, I spoke with him yesterday, and I asked him about the ice cream because that's a thing for him also. And he, he still hasn't done the ice cream yet. Uh, he hasn't, he's not back to it yet. So I think you've got a leg up on him. I think, you know, I, w I will tell you, to, to get these kids to do something, sometimes you need a treat. I need a treat. I think it's like, yeah, if we win, let's get some ice cream. <laughs> I think it's a great thing. So, And when we do a bunch of little things where they can rack up points for different stuff that they've done, if it goes with the scouting report, and I think it takes away from the seriousness of the game, um, and I think that it makes it fun, and they love it. And so I think that you just got to have fun. That's That's half of the battle with all of this, that, it's volleyball. It's a sport. And I think what we've learned in this pandemic is 
you just got to be in the moment. You got to be where your feet are. And if that means feet take you to ice cream, then you go get the ice cream. <laughs> I like so it. It's fun. I like it. Plus, um, you say you do something spectacular, you get an extra scoop, right? Is uh, that permissible yeah. in the uh, Ariagna system? I think so. And I think if, if, I think I should always get the extra scoop. So that's probably something to keep in mind. I agree with that. I mean, if you win, you definitely should get the extra scoop, right? I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um, let's talk about your upcoming opponent. You're taking on Western Kentucky. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I I, I want you to win convincingly <laughs> against Western Kentucky. I just I just want to point that out because every time – Okay, Mar- well, that's good to know. Yeah, every time Marshall plays Western Kentucky, I, I – see, I know people from Western Kentucky, so I, I, this is extra sure. joyous for me. That's fair. I mean, we would love to win as well, just like every weekend. So, yeah, we play Western. They are, you know, they're a phenomenal team, have been I'm, for as long as Travis has been there. So it's exciting. It's exciting to play them. It's not anything that's intimidating to us as a team. It's not anything that, um, you know, we don't want. This is why we play sports. This is why we are so lucky to have a top 25 team, top 20, right? I, I think they just moved up top 20 team in our conference that, um, we're going to try our best to knock them down. We're going to try our best to, to get them off of there and, and give our best effort because what everybody deserves in this conference, FIU, Charlotte, and, and now Western is our best effort, and we deserve their best effort. And so we're excited. We're, they're, they're great. They're a great team, but so is every other team in Conference USA, and I hope that, that we can stack up well, and I hope that we can just deliver our game plan and stay focused and and they're going to make some huge plays, and they're going to do some things that, that we've not seen in a long time, and we just got to move on to the next one right away and continue to make our own kind of big moment plays. So we are, we're ready. We're, we're really, really ready for this weekend. And it's coming up, Cam Henderson Center. It's going to be February 28th, March 1st. And just as a reminder to folks, um, they can come see this, and still no charge for tickets. It's got to be first come, first serve, though, and there's going to be a cap on attendance, right? Correct. Correct. And that cap is pretty, pretty big. It's the same for men's and women's basketball. So um, we've not had a problem getting that close yet. Um, but, but we've also had some really great support. And so, yes, anybody please come out. It's, it's a huge game. It's, they are ranked top 20 in the country. Obviously, you know, they're right down the road. So we would want everybody there anyway for any match, but it's huge for the girls. They need all of the support that they can get to just know that everybody's behind them. Ari Agnes joining us. Uh, outstanding start, uh, five and one, and um, hopefully it's going to be seven and one when we speak next. Agreed. Three and one in conference. Let's not let's not overlook that for Electrico. Three and one in conference, five and one overall. Uh, it's you and Western Kentucky right now, right? I haven't glanced at the, the standings overall, but you and Western Kentucky are right there battling. Correct, correct. They are undefeated on the season and undefeated in conference, four and zero. Oh. Um, and, and we are, we're three and one. So it's, it's going to be exciting. They played Charlotte last weekend and, and they beat them both times. Um, but, but the scores were something to definitely be reckoned with and, and super impressive on Charlotte's end. So I'm hoping we can just push a little bit further than that and, and, and have some things flow our way that, that maybe didn't flow to Charlotte. So it's, there are some really cool things that, that we're looking to do, that we're looking to come out on. But I think anytime you get an opportunity to play literally one of the best teams in the country, you got to take it with, with pride and you got to take it with just giving everything. Coach, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks once again for doing it, and uh, we'll have you back on next week. Awesome. Thanks so much. Ari Agnes, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team, her squad, 5-1, and one, and dispensing the ice cream. Again, I don't want to pit her against Coach Kemper. I love Coach Kemper. 
He's, he's one of my favorites, but I think Ari's got him beat right now with the ice cream. I mean, he used to be doing a pretty good job of that. I understand. He's, you know, he's working on it. Big wins for both Marshall Volleyball and for women's basketball this weekend. Great, I think, great weekend for women's athletics at Marshall, including going into the week against beating FIU, which is a solid team. So we're going to take our next break, come back. We're going to hear from Jared West, talk a little Marshall men's basketball with you. Later on, we'll work your phone calls in. Tweets online using Twitter at Paul Swan. You can reach me there. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter. If you have not joined Twitter yet, where have you been for the past 10 years? You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Also, uh, if you're one of the lucky few that have got the Clubhouse app, I'm on there right now. And you can find me also, at Paul Swan. So uh, looking forward to uh, starting to talk to some of you on Clubhouse. But uh, brand new app, by the way. Uh, If you haven't heard of this yet, find a friend that has it. It is basically like Twitter, but it's chatting. And we're going to do some stuff on there real soon. So looking forward to uh, interacting with you on Twitter, Clubhouse, or whatever social media platform that you have. Had a chance this afternoon to catch up with Jared West. And uh, we're looking ahead now to Marshall taking on North Texas. The Thundering Herd will not leave the friendly confines of the Henderson Center until tournament time. And Jansen, of course, giving us an early scout on what we can expect when North Texas comes in to the Henderson Center. So what do you know about North Texas this week? Um, I know they play hard. They got a good team. Um, they got some good players. We obviously know uh, Hamlet. He was player of the year last year. He's pretty good. They got some guys back from last year's team, but um, they have a good team. They have a good team. And uh, I think the most important thing is they play hard. You know, every time we played North Texas since I've been here, I feel like it's just been a hard fought game, you know, because of the way they play. And um, they, they, they play hard, man. If you don't match their intensity, um, it's hard to beat them in every aspect, you know, defense, running the floor, rebounding, boxing out, stuff like that. Even just how hard they cut and move without the ball and stuff. It just kind of goes to show what kind of team they have and how hard they play. Jerry, does that change um, the way you guys get ready? If you haven't played for a while to get – do your game legs change because you haven't really played a game physically or you just try to keep it going in practice and – and take it right into the, the gap, no matter how long the gap has been? Um, I think we're I think we're all right, honestly. We've had good practices. We've been competing. And um, we've had a good mixture of rest and, uh, you know, kind of going hard and practicing this last, like, week or two. So, um, you know, we got to go in with the same intensity and the same preparation uh, every week. You know, we have to be focused and we have to be ready to go. Um, we know it's a tough year, you know, without playing and stuff like that, but that's just part of it. So we can't really make excuses when it comes to our legs and how we're feeling and stuff like that. We just got to go in ready to go, um, prepared mentally and physically and focused and locked in. So, um, you know, I think we've been doing a good job about this. So I think we'll be fine. Jared, you look at the the Hamlet factor here and you mentioned, you know, he brings a lot to the table for him. He's a little bit lengthy, but he's also the guy that likes to, to penetrate, facilitate, and he's got an array of finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to score. How do you all go about defending him and, and really taking away that key to their offense? Um, well, that'll be my assignment, especially from the start of the game. But, uh, you know, he's a good player. We just got to make it hard. And you know me, I try to make people uncomfortable. Um, I don't like him to 
be comfortable and move around wherever he wants to. So um, it's my responsibility to make it tough for him and uh, make him score over the top, nothing easy. And, um, you know, I feel like if we just do our principles, um, we guard the pick and roll how, we're, how we know how to do it. We guard isolation situations how we know how we're supposed to. And I think we'll be fine, you know. Um, I'm sure I won't be the only one guarding him throughout the game, you know. Uh, and I've got confidence in our other guards like Andy and, and Tavion to guard him too. So um, I think we just have to play our principles and make it as tough as possible for him. As, as long as we give him nothing easy and comfortable, um, I think we'll be fine. Dan talked a little bit about you, you know, uh, this season. How how much from a mental standpoint do you feel like this team has matured given everything that it's gone through this year? Um, I definitely think we've matured a lot. And, um, you know, I kind of thought the Middle Tennessee games were a good uh, kind of showing of that. You know, we got off to a bat. I mean, we didn't get to off to a horrible start on Saturday, but Friday, obviously, we got to off to a bad start. But both games, we were down by double digits early on. And um, I kind of feel like that goes to show – where we are mentally as a team, how confident we are in ourselves. But um, again, I think a lot of it is growth, maturity, um, game experience and stuff like that. And um, we were talking, I remember talking about this a couple weeks ago. We've been really battle tested, you know, being on the road that long and not playing at home for a while. I feel like that was um, a good learning experience for us. You know, obviously it was tough and obviously it was different, but I thought it was a good learning experience for us. And I think that allowed us to even grow and mature even more. So I'm proud of our guys and how we've handled things. So far, even at practice, not knowing if we're going to play or not and stuff like that. I feel like we've been pretty focused overall and doing the things that we can control. So um, I feel like the growth and maturity of this team has elevated even more throughout this season because of all that we've been through so far. You look at North Texas and obviously they like to, uh, you know, shoot the three somewhat, but a lot of that comes off getting it to the post and working inside out. Uh, how do you make I think it's Harrison. How do you make that post uncomfortable and, and sort of get his eyes looking at you all instead of where he's needing to go with the basketball? Well, again, um, I think that's about making him uncomfortable, making him see a lot of bodies. And um, something that the coaches say is always, you know, do your work early. You know, don't let him catch the ball too deep in the post. If we can knock him off, push him off his spot a little bit to where he has to take a couple dribbles and survey a little bit, I think it makes it a little bit tougher when he catches it deep. I feel like he, that allows him to make quicker decisions because he has a big body on him. So um, it allows him to make quicker decisions and obviously allows him to get easier shots. So I think if we push him up, um, push him off the spot a little bit, do our work early, and, um, you know, off the ball we have to be active and alert because, like you said, he does like to pass out, but we can't let him be too comfortable in there. So I feel like if we uh, make him uncomfortable and get him off his spot a little bit, I think we'll be fine. Anybody that you all have played this year that, that they remind you of? Maybe even in the non-conference? Um, they got a little bit of a ODU and La Tech in them as far as how hard they play and um, some of the athleticism that they bring and stuff like that, the way they play. Um, but I, maybe not like necessarily style of play, but just kind of like some of the guys they have, you know, remind me a little bit of La Tech and ODU as far as, you know, cutting hard and moving without the ball well and, going to the offensive glass hard, playing hard defense and stuff like that. They, North Texas, they play hard, man. That's something that for sure, every time I hear North Texas, that's the first thing I, that comes to my mind. They play hard. So uh, I feel like they got a lot of those guys on their team.
Just like Jared West, they play hard. Looking forward to it. It's coming up this weekend here in Huntington. We'll have the game for you on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog. When we continue, we'll update you on what happened with Marshall Soccer this afternoon. Also, EA Sports College Football. Your favorite team might not be in the game. We'll talk about it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Marshall soccer team victorious this afternoon, beating ETSU 2 to nothing. So congratulations to Marshall soccer. Uh, there's supposed to be a, a Zoom post game here coming up. If it happens between now and the end of the show, we'll get to it. If not, uh, we might have some of it tomorrow on the program. But once again, Marshall beats ETSU this afternoon in soccer 2-0. So the Thundering Herd improving to 2-0-1 on the young season. So college football, it's, it's what we love, right? It's our big sport. I don't have to tell you that. EA Sports College Football coming to a multi-year agreement with the CLC, Collegiate Licensing Company. So that means Marshall can be in the game, right? Because college football game gets to use logos, stadiums, uniforms, everything almost, everything that's involved, everything that goes through CLC, the agreement now allows EA Sports with their college football game to use all of that stuff. So you're going to get close to an authentic experience as you possibly can with everything. Now, that means for a lot of old and young fans, you know, when this game is released, probably in a year or so, you're going to be able to play college football again on your, on your, on your PlayStation, your Xbox. A lot of fans of the series are still playing the old version, updating the rosters every year. So this is a big deal especially in the college football world. I mean, if you like video games and you love college football, I mean, this is your game. This is a uh, something you look forward to. Usually every August or so when the game would come out, give or take. And so if you're a fan, you're excited because now, hey, I get to play Marshall. I get to play Marshall. I get to play Marshall against any school that's in here. I'm excited. And there are some schools that might not be in the game. Now, we talked about Notre Dame because Notre Dame's waiting for sort of the finale of what all this legislation is going to look like as far as name, image, likeness, trying to figure out what that legislation, what that is going to look like before they agree to be a part of this. Now, there are some other schools that are not among the CLC's licensing. So there are some schools that might have to make some individual deals that might not just be in the deal here. And so a school like Air Force is not in, a school like Army, Georgia State, Navy, not in, New Mexico, Troy, USC, not in. So if you want to play against Army, you can. If you want to play as Army, you can. But for our purposes, the big one here is Kentucky. Now, according to some reports, these institutions right now are not among the CLC's institutions and so they're not in a video game right now. So some individual deals are probably going to have to be made or they're just not going to be part of this. Because, again, what this game hinges on is the licensing agreement between EA Sports or Electronic Arts and the CLC. 
How's that make you feel, Kentucky fan? Right now, you, your your school's not in the game. If these reports are to be believed, and of course, we're talking about something that's a way off. It could happen, but if you're a fan of the series, and trust me, as a uh, as a younger person, I would be among the many who would get excited for this game. And I know from firsthand experience, you know, back in the PlayStation days, back in the, yeah, we're talking not two, not three, not four or five. We're talking PlayStation 1 here. We're talking the original. You'd line up for this thing. You'd get excited. I can remember playing, and Division 1 AA schools were included at the time. You couldn't stop me. I had... Um, had Randy Moss running running those wideouts, you couldn't stop me. But here we are now. It's 2021, and this is finally coming back, and there's some schools that might not be in. So this is a big deal. I mean, kids love this thing. I mean, to be able to have this um, as something your school's in was always a fun thing for the fan bases. To, I mean, it would get competitive. And now with eSports becoming – such a, uh, a bigger thing right now. Uh, the fact of the matter is that this has really been a, it's a hanging point for a lot of people. All right. Uh, I think the, uh, the zoom is going to start soon here. Uh, soon as uh, we can get to it, we will, uh, we'll try to do this again. Marshall soccer winning earlier in the afternoon over ETSU by a score of two to nothing. So uh, we're going to try to go to that here in a second. And again, um, we're going to try to join this uh, here in its uh, in its progress. So uh, give me a second here. We're running solo. Uh, we might not be able to get to it as I look at the clock here. It's uh, almost 6 o'clock. So uh, we have got a couple of minutes to go before we uh, get into this. So unfortunately, I might not be able to bring this to you. If um, we can't bring it to you here, at least a, a couple minutes of it, we'll get it to you tomorrow. Of course, uh, you know what? I think we got a minute. Uh, they're going to start now, so let's try to get to it. So, you know, talk about that win, you know, over East Tennessee 2-0. You know, how does it feel? It feels great. It feels great. Um, I think guys executed a plan. Um, very good. Uh, we struggled a little bit in the first half. Um, even though we created we created a lot of chances in the build up we 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 struggled a little bit but then once we once we sorted things out and once we got positionally um good then we were able to to create chances and and you know we could have we could have scored two or three um but their keeper did a phenomenal job and and then kept kept them in the game um so you know at the halftime we had a talk and we just told them to continue working on on our plan and, and they kept executing in the second half and Obviously, um, the chance we created more chances, and in the second half we were able to find the back of the net, and, and uh, it's great to win, and, and also not to concede any goals. I think we kept them pretty far away from our goal in the second half, which was very, um, very good to see because we've been working on our setting up our defensive line a lot. So uh, very positive from those guys. Uh, but again, tough game, you know, especially when you when you let an opponent hang out for for so long. Um, it's always one of those where they can they can just have a quick transition and, and put one in the back of your net, and then after all the chances, you're finding yourself behind. Um, but I think everybody worked really hard, 
Um, you know, Milo had a lot of chances and, and you know, the goals are going to come for him. But very positive thing is that he's showing up in the right areas and doing the right things uh, as well as everybody else. So very, very happy with the performance. Very pleased with how guys did. I think that's a good breaking off point as Marshall's victorious uh, 2 nothing over ETSU. Thundering Herd now 2-0-1 on the season. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. Um, tomorrow, there's going to be an announcement early in the morning regarding the West Virginia Power. David Kahn from the West Virginia Power will join me to tell me about that, whatever it is. All I know is a press conference tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm assuming they're playing, so we're going to find out more details. But David Kahn will join me tomorrow from the West Virginia Power. Special thanks to Ari Agnes. I appreciate her always coming on. Uh, she's one of my favorite interviews. Uh, she really is um, doing some great things with Marshall Volleyball, so I'm looking forward to seeing how far this team can go. And I think I just, um, I don't know, I think I may have um, started a beef between her and Coach Kemper with the ice cream thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I hope I didn't. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow here, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.